And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. You lost your magic. They knocked you off your game. Your Carlness went right out the window. What's with this Carlness? It's not even a, a real word. It's a conjunction, a preposition. It's a philosophy, a way of life. It's your name with Ness attached to it. Bob, listen to me. If you'd have done what I asked you to and come in my dressing room before the show, you'd have known that you weren't supposed to come out here until I introduced you. Jack, I tried to get into your dressing room, but I didn't have a nickel. I understand you're pretty funny as a DJ, and comedy is a kind of hobby of mine. Well, well actually, it's a little more than just a hobby. Reader's Digest is considering publishing two of my jokes. Really? Yeah. From Hollywood, it's time now for... Honey Dollar. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the nimble Lisa Wolf. Yes. In this hour, we'll present a 1947 classic radio episode of the Jack Benny program, and it's a Thanksgiving show. But first, it's Beat the Host. In order to beat the host, a Hollywood 360 listener contestant named Larry must correctly answer more questions about Thanksgiving trivia than I. Lisa Wolf Hall is our moderator. Lisa, please say hello to Larry. Hi, Larry. Hi, Larry. Good evening, Lisa. Good evening, Carl. Good evening. How are you? Good evening. Calling in from Minnesota. I am. Terrific. Happy Thanksgiving. Well, same to you. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Hi, well, we're going to do something a little novel. We're going to play Beat the Host, and this is all about Thanksgiving trivia. You guys can use each other as maybe a lifeline if you want to. I don't know how much help Carl will be, but... You know, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I took my Prevagen, so I'm going to do And if you well. don't know, you know, just give it a, give it your best shot here. Um, Larry, the first question is for you. Which U.S. president made Thanksgiving a national holiday? Hmm. You get no, no options. Lincoln? Just any. Lincoln? Yes, that is absolutely what? right. Abraham Lincoln is right. Carl looks flabbergasted. Great job, Larry. <laughs> I wasn't going to guess Lincoln. I'm sure. <laughs> Carl, uh, when a great is Thanksgiving? prayer during that, too. What's that? He had a great prayer for uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Wow, that's great guess. Yeah. Well, maybe right. it wasn't a guess. Well, he Carl, knew it. Well, when is Thanksgiving in Canada? When is Thanksgiving in Canada? Mm-hmm. I'll give it to you if you just give me the correct month. November. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> what do you think, Larry? Uh, December. I'm sorry. Was you went the wrong direction? <laughs> okay. It was October. That's, right. That's Boxing Day. <laughs> it's the second Monday in October, but October would would have done just fine. And uh, I didn't okay. give Larry a ding ding for Abraham Lincoln. So here you go. You're a little slow on the ding. I'm a little slow, period. <laughs> a little slow on the ding. Uh, Larry, um, which U.S. state consumes the most turkey every Thanksgiving? Which U.S. state? Correct. Hmm. Consumes or raises? Consumes. I'm sorry. Okay, consumes. Uh, hmm. New York. It's a good That's guess. It's a good guess. But not the right one. I'm going to say Texas. Okay. Mm, that's a good guess, too. And it's California. Ah. It, it could have been oh. any of those, though. Yeah. Larry's still winning. <laughs> Carl, when was the first Thanksgiving parade broadcast on TV? I'll give it 
what year? What but, year? Okay. But I'll give it to you. I'll give you a. I'll give you a four-year span. So if you're within four years, I say that counts. Nineteen fifty. Four years. Yes, it was 1946. So I'm going to give that one to you. Oh, I got one. <laughs> Good wow, one. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, I should have made it three. I'm so sorry, Larry. I was thinking three, and then I no, said four. Okay. Give yourself a ding there, Carl. <laughs> I did. It was a I small did. ding. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it again. All right. You want to hear right. it again? Let's do it right. There, there, we, go. Go. there we go. We're okay. tied. We're tied, Larry. <laughs> Larry, what do you call an adult female turkey? A tom. A what? A what? Tom. Oh, I don't think that's right. That's not right. Samantha? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so what's the question? An adult female turkey. Nothing. She wouldn't come. Okay. She wouldn't come if I called her anyway, so nothing. Okay, you got it wrong then, too. What is it, Larry? Uh, A hen. It's a hen. Oh, man. Nobody gets that one. No? No. Uh, no. (laughs) Carl's just. Try right, to well, catch up here. That's good. We're, we're um, tied. So an adult female turkey is a hen, and a juvenile female turkey is called a jenny. Oh, yeah. Really? The male is a tom. That's right. right. Yeah. That's the male. Okay. That's right. Okay. All right, so you learned something. Carl, which U.S. state has the most turkeys? U.S. state that has the most turkeys. Huh. Um, I'm going to say... Give it a whirl here. Um... I'm going to just say... Uh, blah, 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 blah. Wrong. Iowa. <laughs> Iowa. No, Iowa. but um, Larry, you're definitely going to get this one right. Is it Minnesota? It is. It is Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely right. All right, we've got two more here. Uh, Larry, which friend's character said he hates Thanksgiving? Well, there's only like four to choose from, so... Yeah, I, I truthfully don't know. I can't even remember all the names of friends. <laughs> I didn't. I don't know. I have okay. no idea. All right, Carl. Um, Chandler. Yes. What? What? It was Chandler. Good. That was just a guess. All, all right, right last so we're question. tied up. Oh yep. boy, Carl. Down to the wire. Which U.S. state first adopted Thanksgiving as an annual holiday? Which U.S. state first adopted Thanksgiving as um, an annual holiday? Um, I'll say New York. Yes. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's impossible. What, I what t- just happened? That prevaging Larry, works, yeah. man. I'm it so works. sorry. He really rarely wins. Very rare. <laughs> Very <laughs> rare. <laughs> oh I had my you gosh. pegged as the winner, but you were awesome and you were a great Way sport. to go, Larry. It was fun to talk to you. I'm going to send you a uh, four CD set of the Twilight Zone radio dramas and happy Thanksgiving, buddy. Thank you. Have a Hi, good Larry. Take also. care. Thanks, buddy. All right. When we Bye-bye. come back, it's a Thanksgiving episode of the Jack Benny program. Stay with us. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. So what are you doing for Thanksgiving, Lisa? Are you asking me? What are you doing? Um, I am um, having Thanksgiving at my in-law's house with the entire family together. Oh, wow. Everyone? Everyone. Your mom and dad? Well, no. My my parents are in Florida, but I'll have all the kids together. Oh, yeah. So uh, it'll be a great family Thanksgiving. Wow. Nice. 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 All right. Very cool. Very cool. Um, we are going to listen to Jack Benny. You know, 
We have a, um, a Thanksgiving episode of Jack Benny. That's coming up in just a minute. But I want to remind everyone, because Lisa did her article. Great job. I loved your article for the December newsletter. My brother wrote a great article. And it's all about the 1960s and uh, some of the good and bad that happened in the 1960s. You did a great job. Um, Carl Shadow wrote about the Hermit's Cave, very scary radio series. Um, I'm trying to think now. Martin's came in a long time ago, so I can't remember. Mine is, um, oh, what is mine? Well, the best thing to do is to sign up for the newsletter, and then they'll have the I chance mine's to on read it themselves. I think mine's all about Dragnet. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But anyway, um, you will get this newsletter. We put it together. We put a lot of effort into it. It's a really cool newsletter. It's called the Hollywood 360 Newsletter. Makes sense. And it's free. And I mean absolutely free. All you have to do is go to our website, which is Hollywood360radio.com. So Hollywood360radio.com. Go there. At the top of the website, there is a, a place to just give us your email address, and then you're signed up. And here's what happens when you sign up. If you were to sign up right now, you would actually get the November newsletter sent to you immediately, which has our full schedule of all the radio shows we're going to play in November. It has articles by Carl Shadow and Mark Grams and myself, Lisa, my brother, and other things, too. There's links. You can hear things and watch things. It's really cool. It's very interactive. But then December, you'll automatically get the December newsletter on the very first day of December and then the very first day of January and so on. So sign up. It's free. Stay connected with us. Know what we're airing. And we actually give you a very detailed schedule. So it's not just like, oh, the shadow. We'd say the date, the episode title, everything. It's all in our Hollywood 360 newsletter. We hope you'll sign up for it. It's absolutely free. Go to Hollywood360radio.com. Okay, ready for a um, Thanksgiving episode of Jack Benny? Oh, yes. I mean, Jack Benny, really and truly, um, the most beloved, I really do believe he was the most beloved American entertainer of the 20th century. I mean, he was on radio, he was on TV, he was in the movies, and everybody just loved him. And they listened to his show and watched his TV show. And he had such an interesting persona that he developed over the years of this kind of vain guy, even though he really wasn't in real life. And he was never older than 39, remember? Sure. Um, And he was great. And he had a terrific supporting cast around him, like his real-life wife, Mary Livingston, Eddie Rochester Anderson, Phil Harris, his band leader, Dennis Day, his crooner, Don Wilson, his uh, announcer. Mel Blank did a lot of, uh, was kind of a semi-regular he was on the air from 1932 until 1955. That's a long radio run. And then, of course, he was on television for 15 years, 1950, uh, until 1965. Mm. So we have a broadcast. It's a Thanksgiving show from November 30th, 1947. Jack dreams that he's being tried for murder for killing a Thanksgiving turkey. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fun show. Here's part one now of the Jack Benny Program. The Jack Benny Program. Hey, 
Strike program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, and yours truly, Don Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, as you all know, Sunday night is a great night for comedy on NBC. One of the outstanding comedians is Fred Allen. What? <laughs> However, it's too early for Allen, so I bring you his closest friend, Jack Benny. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Hello again, this is Jack Benny talking, and Don... Don... Rose Bowl tummy. <laughs> Look, I'd, I'd like to ask you something. After all these years, how can you imply that Fred Allen and I are such close friends? Well, Jack, last year when we were in New York, Allen told me personally that of all the friends he has, if he tried to borrow money, you'd be the closest. <laughs> uh, Fred Allen said that? Yes, Jack, he certainly did. Well, Don, I'm the kind of a man who likes to give credit where credit is due. And that joke deserves at least five seconds of silence. Will you people in the audience please bear with us? <laughs> and that isn't all Alan said. He told me that... Don, Jack isn't back yet. Well, where is he? While the bells were ringing, he was out in the audience selling good humor. <laughs> I was not. You're, you're just as bad as Alan with those stingy jokes about me. Oh, Jack, it isn't only Fred Allen. Everybody is talking about how cheap you are. Even I'm embarrassed. What? Look what happened last Saturday night at the Brown Derby. Mary. You ordered a bowl of noodle soup and ate it right down to the last spoonful. Well? Then you caught a fly, threw it in the soup, and refused to pay for it. <laughs> Now, Mary, look. And that was a fine thing he did at the football game last week. Everybody else bought a pennant, but not you. <laughs> What'd he do, Mary? He painted USC on his toupee and tied it on a stick. <laughs> well, I had the winning team, didn't I? Believe me. Yeah, but if you dyed green for Notre Dame, I'll punch you right in the nose. <laughs> you hadn't hesitated before, Green, you'd have had a great joke there. <laughs> anyway, sister, you're dimming, you're dimming my Christmas spirit. Now, let's get on with the... Come in. Mr. Benny, I'm from Coronet Magazine, and we want to express our appreciation to you for being our quiz editor this month. Well, I was glad to do it. You were selected because you are a man who always tells the truth. Of course. Good. Now we'd like some information for our files. Anything at all. What is it you want to know? How old are you? Well, uh, how old would you say I look? Oh, I'd say about, uh, 38. Thank you. <laughs> Do you mind if I borrow your handkerchief? Why? The wind is blowing through this hole in my head. <laughs> What? Get out <laughs> I don't know why it is. On other shows, when someone knocks on the door, it's a guest star. On my show, it's always an idiot. I'll be right with you, Jackson. 
I wasn't calling you. But as long as you're here, Phil, snap into it and give us a band number. Now, wait a minute, Jackson. Wait a minute. From now on, you just don't stand there and tell me to play a band number. You request a musical selection. <laughs> what? Then if the maestro is in the mood, he will acquiesce. <laughs> Phil, Phil, are you winking at me? Or did you lose the toothpick that was holding your left eye open? <laughs> I didn't lose nothing, Jackson. I'm just classy now. Didn't you notice what happened at the opening of the show? Notice what? I was leading a band without a stick. Well, <laughs> three cheers and a tiger for you. <laughs> without a stick, huh? Certainly. It's much more dignified now that I'm like uh, the other great musicians, Stokowski or Toscanini or Spumoni. <laughs> I knew if he talked long enough, he'd hit the jerk pot. I was sure. <laughs> Phil Spavoni is an Italian ice cream. Oh, thank heaven. I thought I said a naughty word. <laughs> no, Phil, you're in the clear. There was nothing naughty there unless... No, ice cream is ice cream, no matter how you look at it. And, Phil, as far as your music is concerned... Don't pick on my music, Jackson. I've got enough to do. I've got to come to the studio, rehearse the script, and I've got to rehearse the band, and on top of that, I've got to write my own music. You mean you make your own arrangements? Certainly, but if you paid me enough, I could hire a guy to come down and fix them up a little. You know, one good note here and there makes a lot of difference. <laughs> Phil, one good note in your arrangement is like throwing a rose into a barrel of Roquefort. <laughs> now, anyway, hey, where's Dennis? It's time for his song. Well, he hasn't come in yet, Jack. I haven't seen him since we had Thanksgiving dinner at your house. That's funny. Hey, Jackson, maybe the kid ate too much turkey and got sick. No, he couldn't have. There were 16 of us at the table, and I still have half the turkey left. There were 28 of us, and you still have three quarters of the turkey left. What? Nobody but you would think of putting sleeping pills in the stuffing. Oh, stop, will you? See, I can't understand where Dennis is. You want me to go out and look for him? Yeah, see if you can... Dennis, when did you come in? Just now. Why are you so late? Well, I had to wait for my mother. She took me downtown to buy a suit with two pair of pants. Well, why, why did your mother have to go along? The suit was for her. <laughs> for her? Dennis, your mother, your mother wears a man's suit? Well, she used to wear a dress, but one day while she was working, her heel got caught in the hem, she fell down the ladder and dropped all the bricks. <laughs> Dennis, you mean your mother's a hod carrier? Why didn't your father do that kind of work? Well, he has to stay home and do the cooking and sewing. Well, that certainly is a mixed-up family. Your mother wearing men's clothes and your father in an apron. Yeah, when I was born, a doctor didn't know which one to take to the hospital. <laughs> Dennis. Lucky for me, he took my mother. <laughs> Dennis. Dennis, what makes you so silly? Oh, I don't think he's silly, Jack. I think he's cute. You're cute, too, Mary. Now, if you ever think of getting married, my phone number is Gladstone 1975. 1975. If a man answers, it's my mother. <laughs> Dennis Day, he was great on the show. I mean, you know, they hired him as their crooner, right? He was a tenor. And they realized he had natural comedic ability and so they gave him a part on the show he uh, not only sang every week he was part of the whole right. uh, whole gang you know what is with the whole gladstone or murray hill too or remember it G-O. i mean i mean this yeah. was like before our time even sure. i think when yeah. we were young i mean i'm 
I mean, you're only 21, right? 22. 22. I'm 58. Right. Okay, so going back to when I had a telephone, you know, in our house when I was a kid, it was just, you just dialed the... The, the s- number without well, the area well, code. But I don't think my, there was an area code. There though. wasn't. There wasn't. But my grandparents had those numbers. Right. So that would be like Gladstone too, you know. Right. So, yeah. Um, so I think that was the generation um, of our grandparents. GL, it was like GLA and then it was Murray Hill. In New York, mm-hmm. it was Murray Hill, mm-hmm. I think. But, yeah. I mean, there used to be a literally a literal... Uh, you know, somebody at an operator who used yeah. to connect operator. with, you know, right. Operator. Used to connect a call with a wire and a cord and yeah. a plug. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, like, you know, when you listen to Sorry Wrong Number, which mm-hmm. we played on the air here, she's like, operator, connect me to right. so-and-so, right? Like, as soon as you picked up the phone, there was an operator there. Right. But I do remember calling, like, 411, you know, and you'd say, I, can you give me well, the number? Well, they still have 411. No, you'd ask an operator for to give me the number of whoever. They still have that. 411. Yeah, but you don't talk to somebody. Oh, true. No, it's all No, this recorded. is like literally a person yeah. on the phone right. to find the number for you, and they look it up for you. I think you could still call time. You know, but yeah, everyone but has it on the computer. But every, right. But every, right. There's nobody at the there's other no end people. of the, there's nobody exactly. people at the end of the line anymore. Exactly. But I just don't understand the whole Murray Hill and, Gladstone and all that kind of well, stuff. Well, uh, ahead of our time. <laughs> was, that was definitely mm-hmm. even before our time, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, we have more of Jack Benny in this uh, Thanksgiving episode in just a few minutes, so stick around. Hi, Carl Amari here. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, Suspense, and Burns and Allen, consider becoming a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, members receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows in superior sound quality, along with historical liner notes and photos of the radio stars. The 10 shows I'll send you will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. Members also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood with 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Lisa Wolf and I co-host. The digital links never expire, so you can listen to Hollywood 360 and Radio Rarities whenever you'd like. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. And when you join the Classic Radio Club, there's no long-term commitment. You can cancel at any time. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com. That's ClassicRadioClub.com. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Thanksgiving is right around the corner. Uh, do you like cranberries? I do like cranberries. What else do you like? Do you like stuffing? No. <laughs> so what do you do for Thanksgiving? Because I know you're such a picky eater. Well, I mean, I you don't, don't eat I don't, turkey, right? I don't. What do you get? Tofu turkey? No. My mother-in-law is actually making... Uh, a vegetarian entree for us. There's three of us that are vegetarians. There's who in your family are um, vegetarian besides two of, you? Two of my daughters. Are. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Jillian and Zoe. They don't eat any meat. They're like no. you. Uh huh. <laughs> so they're they're weird like you. Yeah, yeah. I uh-huh. imparted my weirdness onto half of my children. Fifty <laughs> percent. Dan, I mean, Dan eats meat. Dan will eat anything. Dan, Dan, eat anything. Dan was eating some of my sausage pizza. Whatever the last you put time. in front of him, that's what he likes. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> it's funny. We were all out to we were all out to eat, pizza, and yeah. and uh, 
my I got a mushroom and sausage, and Dan was sitting next to me. And I, like, I got the veggie pizza, and, and I he was saw eating him, yours. <laughs> I saw him looking at you know, but he they, they got a veggie pizza, you know, Lisa and Dan, and I saw him kind of looking at my <laughs> pizza with the sausage and mushrooms, right? Uh huh. And so then I said, "You want a piece?" He, went, oh. <laughs> he had three or four pieces of that. Yeah, he, he liked it a lot more than your pizza. <laughs> I bet he did. <laughs> he puts up with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, you know, you got a good man there. He'll put up with your non-meat uh, well, cooking. So she's making us a vegetarian meatloaf with an impossible burger. Ugh. Sounds horrible. Oh, well, no, it sounds good. Sounds horrible. I'll keep you up to date on that one, It though. just sounds, I mean, Mike's over there going, Ugh. right, Mike? No. Oh, I'm having ham, turkey. Me too. I'm having as much meat as possible. Exactly. All right, well, I'll have some the, cranberries. The more meat, the better. <laughs> All right, let's get back to this uh, Thanksgiving episode now of the Jack Benny program. <laughs> Dennis, if Mary was thinking of getting married, it wouldn't be to you. You're just a kid. Oh, I'm not a kid anymore. My father told me all about the birds and bees. What? The birds are the ones with the wings. Dennis, the bees have wings, too. Don't get vulgar. Dennis, do me a favor. Let's have your song, will you? Okay. Can't understand how he got two shows. How he ever got a father and mother. Lately, whenever you hold me, you don't hold me tight. Don't you love me anymore? Lately, I've had to remind you to kiss me goodnight. Don't you love me anymore? I remember when I used to thrill you. Now I noticed when we kiss, you don't even close your eyes. Maybe I'm just being silly to feel like I do. Am I the one that you adore? Or don't you love me That 
that was Don't You Love Me Anymore, sung by Dennis Day. And very good, Dennis. Thanks, Mr. Benny. Before I forget, my mother told me to thank you for inviting me to your dinner last Thursday. Well, you were very welcome. And by the way, kids, uh, all of you, I meant to tell you, you know, you almost didn't have that turkey for dinner. What do you mean, Jack? Well, somehow I didn't have the heart to kill it. As a matter of fact, it was the day before Thanksgiving. You know, the turkey was out in the yard and it was getting late. Look at her, Rochester. She's certainly a fine-looking turkey. <laughs> See, we've had her almost a week now. I know, she seems to know us. <laughs> well, it's got to be killed. Here, Rochester, here's the hatchet. Yep, we got to do it. Here's the hatchet, boss. <laughs> yes, sir, if it's got to be done, it's got to be done. Here's the hatchet, Rochester. No use wasting time. That's what we're out here for. Here's the hatchet, boss. I'll tell you what, Rochester. I'll toss a coin to see who does it. Heads, it's you. Here, I'll toss this quarter. Here goes. Where did it go? Where's the quarter? The turkey swallowed it. What? <laughs> boss, boss, with the hatchet, not with your bare hands. <laughs> I, I was just trying to stop her from swallowing it. Now, Rochester, let's not fool around anymore. Now, take the hatchet and chop the turkey's head off. But, boss, isn't there an easier way to do it? Why don't we kill it like Mr. Harris kills his turkeys? Oh, does Mr. Harris kill turkeys a special way? Yeah, he feeds them a quart of bourbon and lets them hiccup themselves to death. <laughs> you mean he gives the turkey a quart of bourbon? On Thanksgiving, Mr. Harris wants everybody to be happy. <laughs> Well, that's silly. How can the turkey be happy? Its body will soon be in the oven roasting. Yeah, but its head will be out in the yard smiling. <laughs> oh, fine. Well, we're not going to waste any bourbon on this turkey. <laughs> look, look, Rochester, we've stalled long enough. I'm going to the house, so uh, you kill it. But, boss, I, I hate to. Well, I'm not happy about it either, but it's got to be done. Now, go ahead. All this fuss over killing a turkey. But then, you do get kind of attached to them. I remember I brought her home Saturday. And every morning she laid an egg. If she could give milk, too, I'd have let her live. <laughs> But then, what have I got to lose? At least this way, I get food and a duster. <laughs> but I'm sure going to miss her. She was kind of cute. I don't know, she'd all... Well, boss, it's all over. You mean? Yeah. Say, boss, I wonder what gobble, 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 gobble means. Why? Those were her last words. <laughs> well, don't worry about it, Rochester. It had to be done. I'm going into the den and lie down. I'm kind of tired, anyway. Well, it'll be good to lie down a while. 
See, I'm tired after all the work I've done. I hope the gang enjoys the Thanksgiving dinner tomorrow. Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays. But it's not like it used to be. I remember when I was a kid back in Waukegan. My father and I used to go out in that big forest and shoot a turkey. Just think, that's where Chicago is now. <laughs> uh, I hated to make Rochester kill that turkey. It was my fault, too. I didn't want to do it. Yeah, I feel like I'm falling asleep. Maybe I better take my hat off. <laughs> I didn't want to kill that turkey. I didn't want to kill that turkey. I didn't want to kill that turkey. case of the Gobblers of Los Angeles County versus Jack Benny. Wait a minute. What am I being tried for? You are charged with murder. Murder? <laughs> Wait a minute. This is a mistake. I didn't murder anybody. Who did I murder? You murdered my daughter. <laughs> but you're a turkey. And look, the jury, they're all turkeys, too. Everybody rise, please. His Honor, the judge. Judge? How can you be the judge? You're a turkey, aren't you? Well, what do you think I am with this worm in my mouth? An apple? <laughs> what? <laughs> but, Your Honor, if you're the judge, why aren't you on the bench? Why are you sitting over there? My wife went shopping, and it's my turn to sit on the nest. Oh. <laughs> Whoops, congratulate me. I'm a father. <laughs> and now let's get on with the trial. <laughs> the prosecution will present its first witness. Will the first witness please take the stand? Your name? Tallulah Turkey. <laughs> you promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Tell her to uncross her legs. She's influencing the jury. <laughs> Imagine her coming into court wearing those short feathers. Now, Mrs. Turkey, when was the last time you saw your daughter? When she went out with that man over there, and she lost her head completely. That's a corny gag. It ain't bad for a turkey. <laughs> Order in the court. Order in the... Whoops, that's twins. <laughs> Won't Mama be surprised when she comes home? Will the next witness please take the nest? I mean, the stand. <laughs> you are here as a character witness, sir. What is your name? My name is Fred Allen. Your occupation? I'm a comedian. That's a lie! <laughs> I object! Order in the court! Order in the court! Now, Mr. Allen, how long have you known the defendant? Seventy-four years. 
Just a minute, Mr. Allen. You're not that old. When you know a man like Benny, you try to hurry up and die. <laughs> now, wait a minute. That will be all, Mr. Allen. Your testimony has... Whoops! That's three down and one to go. And now will the defendant please take the stand? Yes, and I'll say plenty. Your name? Jack Benny. Your occupation? Radio comedian. Your wage? 38. What? Oh, my age. Well, that's a personal matter. Now, isn't it true that on the afternoon of November the 26th, you did murder with drumstick aforethought, Miss Tilly Turkey? Yes. But since when is it a crime to kill a turkey? The prosecution will present its next witness. Yes, sir. Your name, please. He's not Kitzel. <laughs> now, Mr. Kitzel, in the course of your employment in a poultry market, isn't it true that you sold the defendant to Turkey? Look, Mr. Benny is a very good friend of mine. I don't like to say anything that's going to hurt him. Well, how long have you been friends? Since before he murdered the turkey. <laughs> Mr. Kitzel, quiet. Now, about this turkey you sold the defendant, was she nice and plump? She was beautiful. Oh? Then she was very well-rounded. <laughs> Her pictures was banned in Boston. Now, Mr. Kitzel, we want an identification of the deceased turkey. How much did she weigh? I think 29 pounds. You think she weighed 29 pounds, don't you know? Wait, I'll ask my assistants. Say, boys... They're not his assistants. That's my quartet. What's the matter with everybody? Are they crazy? Yes. How much did Mr. Benny's turkey weigh? What kind of a trial is this? She was the turkey of 29 pounds. In the barnyard, she made all the rounds. Now, there were 29 chickens as crazy as the dickens of the turkey of 29 pounds. She left 29 broken eggs. She had feathers all over her legs. And brother, I am not bluffing. You ought to see the stuffing in the turkey of 29 pounds. She was a gob, gob, gobbling baby. A new kind of bird from the West. She'll make wonderful gravy. If you're not careful, it's on your best. She ate 29 bushels of corn. Since the 29 weeks she was born. She looks so lovely on your table with her legs like Betty Grable. She's the turkey of 29 pounds. Oh, gobble, gobble, the turkey of 29 pounds. Turkeys of the jury, you've heard the evidence. What is your verdict? We find the defendant, Jack Benny, guilty of murder. Don Wilson! <laughs> Let's get him, kids. <laughs> Rochester. See what a dream I just had. Dreamed a bunch of turkeys were eating me. I could feel them. One of them kept biting me and biting me. Well, boss, you should never go to sleep with your teeth in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right.
Ladies and gentlemen, it's tough enough when we grown-ups have problems. But when our children are the victims of circumstances we are responsible for, that's unforgivable. I'm referring to what is happening in our schools today. Thousands of underpaid teachers are being forced to leave their profession to enter better-paying fields. Now, we can, we can correct this situation by being active in the Parent-Teachers Association, local school boards, and getting to know the individual teachers better. So let's support our teachers and take an active interest in their welfare. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, be sure to listen to the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show on Sundays and a day in the life of Dennis Day on Wednesday. Well, kids, I'm glad you all enjoyed the Thanksgiving dinner, and oh, darn it, I just remembered something. I forgot to invite Norman Krasna. I better call him up and apologize and ask him to dinner tonight. Norman Krasna's residence. I'd like to speak to Mr. Krasna, please. This is Jack Benny. I'm sorry, but Mr. Krasner is busy at the moment. Uh, could I give him a message? Yes. I'd like you to find out if he can go out to dinner with me tonight. Just a moment. I'll ask him. Hello? Hello. What did Mr. Krasner say? <laughs> Good. Good. Tell him 8 o'clock. Goodbye. <laughs> This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. It sure is. It sure is, Carl. It's NBC, the national broadcasting company. Whether you believe it or not, it was. I believe, Carl. Jack Benny. Ah, so much fun. November 30th, 1947. He's on trial for killing a a Thanksgiving turkey. Um... Fred Allen appears as the turkey, although it was not really Fred Allen. It was someone imitating Fred Allen. The person imitating him was Ali O'Toole. I don't even know that person. I don't. He was someone that did a very good Fred Allen impersonation. But great cast: Mary Livingston, Mel Blanc, Phil Harris, Eddie Anderson, B. Benaderet, who was the mom on Petticoat Junction. She was also the voice of Wilma. No, no. She was yeah. the voice of Betty. Betty on she was the, the voice Flintstones. Of Betty on the Flintstones. Um, great cast. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. It's time now for this month in music history. Right, and we are going back to 1969 with this song. Name that tune, Carl. These eyes. Yes. These eyes. Bye. A male singer. Yes. See? Got it. Pretty good, huh? Um, I don't know who sings this. Uh, this is the guess who. Oh. I don't know. Who? Are you asking me to guess? I don't know. Guess who? <laughs> Who's on first? What's right? on second? <laughs> so this was uh, written by the lead guitarist, Randy Bachman, and lead singer, Burton Cummings. And this was on their album, 1969, called Wheatfield Soul. The original title was These Arms. Oh, that's right. It was these changed arms. to These Eyes. 
Yeah. I think that's better eyes. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. I, right? We have. I tell you, it was some good music in 1969, I know, huh? right? Wow. They don't make it like that anymore. Gosh. I love it. All right, Watch more of Hollywood 360 after this short break. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. In our next hour, it's the big story narrated by Robert Sloan going back to 1950. But first, we'll need a Hollywood 360 listener contestant to play Name That Tune. Right, Lisa? That's right, Carl. And this Name That Tune is, are you ready for it? I'm Drum ready. roll, disco music. What? Going back to your very favorite type of song. If you are oh, a disco fan, man. give us a call right now at 312-642-5600. Looking for a lucky caller number 13. And no platform shoes necessary. That's right. Give us a call. We'll be right back. Hi everyone, this is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick-me-up for your days. Join me, listen now, search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform.